Finally, the moment we've all been waiting for, at least I have been, solving exponential equations involving compound interest. Find the doubling time for an investment of $10,000 at invested at 4% annual interest compounded continuously. So the formula for that is the amount in the account with compound interest, continuous compound interest, is A equals PE to the RT. The amount we want in the account after a certain number of years, T years, is $20,000. That's because our investment is $10,000. So doubling time means the time taken to get up to accumulating twice as much as we started with. So 20,000 equals 10,000, e to the r, 0.04, t is what we're looking for. So now, variables in the exponent, I'm finally ready to solve for it. Now this one's a little more complicated than the previous exponential equations because before I can take the log of both sides, I need to deal with this coefficient. The reason why is, again, don't write this, if I take the log of 10,000 e to the 0.04t, then I'm going to have to use the properties of logs if I do both sides, log 20,000 over here too. I'm going to have to deal with the fact that I've got the log of a product here. So I would have to do log of 10,000 plus log of e to the 0.04t, and that's just extra work. So instead of taking the log right away, I'm going to first get the e to the 0.04t by itself. So I want to get e to the 0.04t by itself, so I need to undo this multiplication. The way I do that, inverse the multiplication, division. So I'm going to divide both sides by 10,000. 20,000 divided by 10,000 is 2, and then I'll have 2 equals e to the 0.04t. Now I want to solve for t, and it's stuck in the exponent of e to the 0.04t. So I'm going to take the log of both sides now. And notice natural log is going to be very helpful because I have natural log of E. That'll be coming up in a second. I have natural log E to a power. The reason I put the log in front of the E is so that I could throw that exponent down in front. So I have log 2 equals 0.04t log E. Log E is 1. So I have 1 times 0.04t equals log 2. I'm just going to use what's called the reflexive property of equations and put the 0.04 on the other side. 0.04t log two equals log 2. 0.04t equals log 2. I'm going to divide by my coefficient, 0.04, to get t by itself. I undo the multiplication. I get 1t equals natural log 2 divided by, notice there's no natural log in the bottom. It's just 0.04. If I get out a calculator and I take the natural log of 2 divided by 0.04, in fact, you can go ahead and do that right now. Natural log 2 divided by 0.04. If you're still doing it, pause this tape. It's approximately equal to 17.32 years. That number might sound familiar. Way back when, I think it was in section 2.5, in when we first looked at logs, we went backwards in a table and noticed that the number of years should be between 17 and 18 years, closer to 17. If you look at it using a spreadsheet or using a graph, you can get closer to 17.3 years 
as the amount of time needed in order for an investment of $10,000 to double if your interest rate is 4% compounded continuously. So somewhere about a third of the way through the 18th year is when that money will double for you. So that's what we've got, 17.32 years. If you want to turn that into years, months, days, and so on, you're going to need your calculator. Now we can start with 17 years, and then we have 0.32 years. If I want to turn that into months, I multiply that by 12 months. So if you have your calculator, and and actually, preferably, you'll have your calculator, and you'll have a more uh, accurate answer than just 17.32. If you take that answer and you subtract 17, that gives you approximately 0.33, actually. I rounded incorrectly. This is 0.33. That's a fraction of a year. If I multiply that by 12 years, sorry, 12 months, 12 months, then I get approximately 3.94 months. Like we said, about a third, actually almost a third of the way through the next year. 3.94 months. So that's three months. So we're, we're up, to, we have 17 years, three months. If you take that answer still in your calculator and you subtract the three months, that leaves you with approximately 0.944 of a month. If you take that fraction of a month and multiply by, just use 30 days, then um, after subtracting the three, you should have that 0.944 multiplied by 30 days, and that gives you 28.3 days. So then we're up to 28 days. Um, if you need hours, <laughs> subtract 28 from the 28.3. That gives you 0.324 something um, days. Multiply that by 24 hours in one day, and you get approximately eight hours. I rounded up. Okay, normally they'll stop at days, but just in case, you can keep going to minutes, seconds, nanoseconds if you really want. But I'm going to stop with 17 years, three months, 28 days, and eight hours. So on the calendar, we're talking about after 17 years, ignoring leap year, right? Three months and 28 days. So the 28th of March, approximately. Or actually, we should go up into the next day, uh, the 29th of March, after 17 years. So anyway, the book does some examples like these, so I just wanted to make sure I went through one and how to use your calculator to figure that out. As a fraction of a year, it's 17.33 years. Now let's take this, um, this technique, and we're going to do another problem where you want to find how long it would take. This time the investment's going to triple, and your rate is going to be 12% and you're going to compound semi-annually, monthly, daily, and continuously. So we have actually four different problems in here. When you start this, use the correct formula depending on how often you're compounding. If you're compounding anything less than continuously, remember that uses a of t equals p times 1 plus r over n to the nt power. If you're compounding continuously, that's a of t equals pe to the rt. So when you set this up, you're going to notice that 
you need P and it's not given. And so there's something that I need to show you from the last example to help answer that question. So if we go to the last example, we started with 20,000 equals 10,000 e to the 0.04t. The first thing I did was to divide both sides by 10,000 to make the problem easier. You'll also notice that when you do that, you get 2 over here. Now, if you want, you could say, make up that your investment's going to be maybe $100, and then you would want to put 100 here, and then 3 times that, or 300, as your final accumulated amount in order to triple your investment. Or you could put 1,000 here and 3,000 here, or 5 million here and 15 million on the left-hand side. But in every single case, the first step in solving for t in the exponent would be to divide by the principal amount anyway. So since you're going to divide by the principal amount, notice you end up with, suppose you want tripling. 300 divided by 100 would be 3 instead of 2 here. So you can see that whatever you want your money to do, double, triple, quadruple, that's the factor that goes on the left-hand side. If I show you over here with our p-values, Suppose you have a principal investment. You don't know what it is, so you call it P. Then you have times all this stuff to the NT power. We'll deal with that in a minute. That needs to equal three times what you started with, right? So we have P on this side and three times P over here. So when we divide both sides by P, we're just going to end up with three equals all that stuff to the NT power. So you actually don't need to know how much is being invested in order to find how long it'll take for your money to triple or quadruple or increase by one and a half, by 150 percent, you know, however you want to say it. You don't actually need to know the original investment if you're just trying to find out how long until you triple it or quadruple it or so on. So in a minute when you pause, set up the formula for part A, semi-annually, and I'm going to put it right here. Remember, you're going to have the amount in the account is going to be tripled. So you can just say 3 equals 1 plus whatever your rate is divided by whatever n is to the nt power. Because you would have had 3p on this side, let me write that, and p on the other side. And so they cancel out, and you just get 3. So we're going to have 3 equals 1 plus r over n to the nt power. Plug in all the values that you know. There should be one letter left. That's the one you're looking for. Hopefully it's time t, right? And then use what you've learned about solving uh, exponential equations to get the answer. And then come back and I'll do it. And then we'll, um, if you feel comfortable with A, you can go ahead and do B, C, and D at the same time. And then come back and watch the tape all the way through. So coming back, I have 3 equals... 1 plus, my rate this time is 12%, so I say 0.12. N, in this case, if we're compounding semi-annually, is 2. And then I have to the 2t power. So I have 3 equals 1 plus 0.12 over 2 to the 2t power. We can actually simplify this. This is 1 plus 0.06 to the 2t power, which is 3 equals 1.06 to the 2t. Now, if I want to solve that for t, I need to get that exponent down, that variable out of the exponent. So I'm going to bring this up to the top. And what do I need to do to bring down an exponent? 
take the log of both sides. I'm going to use natural log, although I could use log base 10, actually. I keep telling you this. I'm going to prove this in a few future section, that you could use log base 10 as well if you wanted. But natural log is on the front of the calculator, so I might as well use it. Natural log 3, natural log 1.06 to the 3, not 3, 2t power. Putting the log in front enables me to put that exponent in front of it. Throw that exponent forward, 2t, log 1.06. I want to solve for t, and I can save time by dividing by everything that's multiplying by it. So I can divide by the 2 to get rid of it, and I can also divide by the log 106 right away, 1.06. But whatever I do to the left, I do to the, sorry, whatever I do to the right, I have to also do to the left-hand side. So my final answer is that t equals log 3 over 2 log 1.06. If I have a calculator, I can approximate that. And I do have a calculator. Go ahead and pause and do this on your own and then come back. Log 3 divided by 2 log. I need to be careful about my parentheses. I need parentheses for the denominator. There's a 2 there and a log. So 2 log 1.06 approximately equal to 9.4 years. So four-tenths of a year, you could find out by taking the 0.4, actually it's 0.427 and so on. Multiply that by 12 to get the months if you'd like, and you can continue that way. I'm just going to stop with the 9.4 years. The next example is compounding monthly. So if n equals 12, I'm going to have, be looking for the tripling time using 1, point, 1 plus 0.12 over 12 to the 12t now. So I'm going to have 3 equals 1.01 to the 2t power. And then, again, I'm solving for t. It's up in the exponent. So I take the log of both sides. Log 3 equals log 1.01 to the 2t power. As you do this more and more, you might start noticing some shortcuts you can take. That's up to you. I don't want to skip any steps just yet. So I'm going to say log 3 equals. I can bring the exponent forward. I have 2t log 1.01. To solve for t, I divide by everything that's multiplying by it. And I get that my tripling time, t, is again log 3 in the numerator over 2. I made a mistake. I caught it because the denominator doesn't have a big enough number. I went from 12t up here to 2t. So please go back and fix your notes. It's easy to fix. I'll just follow the 12. I had 12t to 12t. That came to the front. 12t log 1.01. Instead of dividing by 2, I divide by 12, both sides. And so it's log 3 over 12 natural log 1.01. Now the reason I caught that, oh, I'll give you an approximation, then we'll talk about why I caught that. I already have log 3 in my calculator, and I have 2 log 1.06. I knew that 2 needed to change to a 12. 
because now I'm compounding 12 times per year. And also the 1.06, that came from compounding twice a year. My new interest rate every, every um, compounding period is 1.01, not 1.06 anymore. So I had to change the 2 to a 12 and the 1.06 to 1.01. Everything else stayed the same. When I say green diamond enter, I get approximately 9.2 years. Compare that to the answer we got compounding semi-annually. It takes a little less time to triple your money if you compound uh, monthly compared to semi-annually. It's not a big difference, right? Two-tenths of a year is not a long time. Um, but it takes a little less time to, to triple your money if you compound monthly compared to compounding, compounding semi-annually given the same interest rate. Now you might have started noticing a pattern here. The log 3 is here in both, an- both uh, cases. And the 2 corresponded to n in the previous case, and now it's 12. And instead of 1.06, 0.12 divided by 2 plus 1, We have 0.12 divided by 12 plus 1, 0.01 plus 1. And so you might notice a pattern. You might expect, shall we take a guess as to what the tripling time should be if we compound daily? We're going to take a guess. I'm going to give it to you to practice, and then we're going to come back with a fresh board. Daily, n is, go ahead and use 365. Some people use 360. n equals 365. Get the doubling, sorry, tripling time for this investment using n equals 365. My guess is that it's going to be log 3, because we're trying to triple it, over 365 for n times natural log 1 plus whatever 0.12 over 365 is. That's my guess as to the tripling time. And no, I haven't already looked at the answer. I just have followed the pattern that I've seen previously on these. So pause, figure this out the long way, and see if you get this formula. And if you do, then that's great, because that means we're pretty close to having a good idea of how this problem works.